We try to play with great pace. We try to play with great pace. Ran a lot of pick and roll, pick and pop uh, type actions. Oh, you'll see us play. Some people look at the guy next to him and say, what the hell was that shot? Hell, I could have been Gronk before Gronk was Gronk. Welcome back once again to Coronations of Bangerangs and Daggers. I am your host, Patrick Gerhart, and with me on this hot summer night is Nate McHugh. Okay, so Nate, today there was news that Nebraska, the University of Nebraska basketball team, Fred Hoiberg, handed out a scholarship offer to Lincoln Southeast's Max Murrell. Correct? Six foot nine, uh, 205 pounds, right? Miller North. Miller North? We're going to start over. <laughs> that's, that's good. All right. He just got another scholarship offer like an hour ago. So From I'm going to bring it up. All right. So, little Nebraska ball news today. Millard North's forward, six foot nine, 205 pounds roughly, Max Murrell was finally in some eyes, offered a scholarship from Fred Hoiberg and the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Now, this is a 2020 offer in a class that already has two four-star top ten recruiting ranking guys in it. It's full technically. So there's got to be some belief that maybe somebody's leaving or something's going on to shake shake up the team to get this guy in. But one of the top Nebraska basketball players in the state has finally been offered by the University of Nebraska. A guy a year ago who was probably in maybe in the top ten in the state, but has jumped up recently, has offers from the likes of Iowa, Virginia Tech, I think Iowa State, I can't remember who else, Creighton, um, is now after after a week of um, showcasing, you know, finally got an offer from Fred. What do you know about this guy, Nate? Uh, I have never seen him play in person. Uh, I've heard a lot about him that you just kind of felt like it was all just, it was, it was going to come at some point. I don't know when, you know, why it took so long. I, you know, I'm not sure if Fred and the staff were thinking, Hey guys, you know, we could offer him and, you know, let's say he committed, you know, you know, we're going to be full up next year. So, uh, really good. You know, I think, uh, he's an up and up and comer. I assume he might be one of the best players in the state, uh, as far as the 2020 class coming up, you know, I know Donovan is a really good, I, a really good player. I have not seen him play either. I tried to get to his game last year, but it didn't happen. But so I watched the, the highlight video a little bit. And kind of funny thing with, I've never seen before from a basketball highlight video is uh, Max Morrell kind of like put his highlights in, in groupings. So like the, it's an eight minute video. The first, I would say two minutes of it are all dunks. And then the second are like all blocks. And then the rest of it is kind of just finishing around the rim, shooting mid range jump shots in the last like two minutes is shooting three. So, uh, it's, you know, I, I was pretty impressed at first, you know, before I realized what he was doing, he's just dunking the ball. He's getting, you know, bounce passes from his teammates, by the way, two of his teammates already 
have um uh, I think Jason Green has a Nebraska offer. I think Hunter Sales might too. Uh so he is there are currently three players from Millard North who have at least power five or I guess power six division off you know scholarship offers right now. And I guess that's the first in Nebraska high school history. And they're all on the same team. Uh so I you know he he's left handed. He uh can shoot the ball. You know, if you're six eight, six nine, he can shoot the ball. And I think you're gonna play you're gonna you could probably be pretty good. And I doubt he's done growing. I'm glad Nebraska um, offered him. I he's got one of the other scholarship offers he has is um, Virginia. You know, I think are they okay? I think they're pretty. They're good. not bad. I think uh, they made Final Four this year, Elite Eight. Yeah, or they won a national championship. <laughs> Maybe we could have a Nebraska ba- a Nebraska high school basketball player playing on national championship teams. No, that's a huge offer from one of the top top programs in the nation. He, he's yes. good. I think, that's, I think one of the reasons why he hadn't been offered yet is because Fred had yet to really see him in person. I don't think Fred's just going to hand out scholarships willy nilly like some. Like, like some coaches out there. So I think he wanted to talk to him, wanted to see him, and he finally got to do that this past week. And, um, yeah, he got a scholarship offer in an already full class. So that, you know, th- that speaks a lot. You know, I mean, he's an in-state guy. It's important. As you and I were texting back and forth earlier today, it is important to get in-state guys for Nebraska, as with any school. But there's that 500-mile that you know, radius thing. It, it does apply to basketball, not nearly as much as football. But we got to get the top players in state to stay, uh, preferably towards the public school. Um, but it's you know if he, if he pulls this guy off and gets him to sign for with Nebraska, it, it will be big for Fred because uh, it shows that not only can he recruit nationally, but he can he can lock down in state talent uh, from any national power who comes in. Hello. Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, you kind of cut it out there. Yeah, of course. What was the last thing you said? Doesn't matter. <laughs> For those listening at home, no, we got I, a lot of connectivity issues right tonight. Like couple... What? For for those listening at home, we've had a lot of connectivity issues tonight, so this might be a fun podcast to listen to. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 been a lot of fun for us too. No, I I. Uh, well, 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 things uh you know like you were talking about uh you know i think you know you want to get the guys around you know they're from nebraska on your if they're if they're quality players it was like three or four years ago uh someone tweeted out the list and i tried to find it today but i couldn't and it was none of them played for nebraska but they said okay all these kids are from Nebraska high schools, so but they're playing elsewhere. And Mike Dom, and you know, I think I think maybe there's a couple from Creighton, and then elsewhere. And they said, okay, just think if these five players were starting for Nebraska at that time, if you know, if Tim Miles got them in, that and they said that's a Sweet 16 Final Four team, and those are all Nebraska high school players. So I think maybe, and, you know. 
the high school basketball round here is getting a little more respect. Uh, I think, you know, so I think that maybe that's part of it. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm really happy. I think this kid could be really good. And, uh, I mean, wait, you're six, eight, six, nine, and you're, you know, shooting jump shots. I think, and by the way, when he's dunking it, he can bring it down and he doesn't, they're all not just wide open dunks, you know? So he, he can play a little physical too. Good. No, I, I look forward to, to watching more of his highlight reels, at least coming up here. Um, cause like I said, you know, a year ago, you really weren't hearing anything about him. And in the last few months, he just started percolating more and more, um, on the recruiting scene. So no, he, he should be a good get if, if Fred can pull him in, I don't see him pulling the trigger anytime soon. He's got a lot of very, very nice scholarship offers in his portfolio. So, you know, he, if he stays, it'll be big, but if he leaves it, I, it would be probably to a very good school. So, yeah. Well, hopefully not Creighton. Yeah, I don't want him to go to Creighton. Maybe he does. <laughs> Good for him. But uh, so yeah. uh, tonight, you know, he got the scholarship offer from Nebraska earlier today. Since then, he has now gotten a scholarship offer from Stanford, from Northwestern, and from Old Dominion. You know, and that's just according to all his in the same feed. day. That's all since. He got his Nebraska offer today. So he's not a stupid kid. His GPA has got to be good. Yeah, he must not be. Stanford, he's Northwestern. Yeah, those two alone, it's just kind of like, you know he's a good student. (laughs) You know, I've said before, I've said before, if if my children, like, oh, I I got one son. So if if he happens to be a power five type Nebraska football player who can get a scholarship, and in comes Stanford with a full ride. I'm like, hey, buddy. <laughs> well, remember, I love who, Nebraska. Who is the lineman? Who is the lineman six, seven, eight years ago? Uh, I think it was a four star out of Omaha who went to Stanford. He's now playing in the NFL. Who was that? Uh, last name's Phillips. Um, yeah, but, he was. But remember, I don't know if he was all American, but I think he was all conference. Yeah, for he, he was good, and it was one of those things where you know I know a lot of some people. When Nebraska loses an in-state player to an out-of-state t- school, and it was one of them that Nebraska really wanted, uh, you know, understand Harrison I mean, Everybody gets yeah Harrison Phillips. Everybody gets really upset. But remember, like when he went to Stanford, people were bummed, but it was Stanford, so nobody like nobody. I didn't feel like anybody really held it above his head. You know what I mean? Like it was almost like yeah, you're not playing in Nebraska, but you're going to Stanford. You know, not, not only are they a good football team, especially when it comes to lineman development, which, which you know, he, he proved that by his play and, you know, where he is in life right now in the NFL and doing well at Stanford. But you're going to graduate with a really, really good degree and probably get very, very good skills within those classes, you know, to help you excel beyond the football field. And I think Nebraskans understand and respect that probably more so than a lot of, of fan bases. So, I mean, St- Stanford's one of the few schools where, you know, Nebraska lose a kid to, it's kind of like, well, it was Stanford. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Well, we've also lost a certain um, quarterback from Wood River to Stanford before, too. Exactly. Yeah. Man, so, I know well, it's happened before. Well, when I used to play uh, NCAA uh, basketball and video game, 
on the video. Oh no, it was oh no, it was NBA NBA Live or I can't remember, but I think his name is Casey Jacobson. Great shooter. He happened to be from Stanford. And the reason why I liked him is because I remember watching Stanford play. And it might have been in an NCAA. No, it would have been at home at Stanford. Anyways, they were really good. They were probably top 20, top 10 in that time. The officials, and the, and the crowd got just really into the game. The officials stopped the game and told the crowd to stop, or the student section to stop jumping because it was shaking the floor. And uh, I was like, oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish I was there. So no, you can't, you can't fault him if you pick Stanford. I mean, really, um, but you know, maybe if you, like I would say though, if he wants to go to the NBA, weird to say that right now, I think Nebraska is a better option. I don't know. You got two guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fred. What it was, I think you, you might told me this or was it like 11 or 10, 11 players from Fred Hoiberg's time at Iowa state are now in the NBA or were in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. And a lot of them were like development players. A lot of them were diamonds in the rough who he pushed into the NBA. Well, that's perfect. Yeah. God, he's got all, got all this hype and he hasn't done a single bit of coaching for the, for the state. Oh, by the way, I, I uh, got tickets to that fan fest. I think Ooh yeah! I thought it was gonna cost money. It doesn't. Did you know that? I, I had no idea. I didn't look into it. I wasn't interested. Yeah, I, I, I thought, <laughs> I Matthew thought it'd be Sweet like five dollars. Is not playing it yet, so I have no interest. What'd you say? Matthew Sweet is is not playing it yet, as <laughs> I know. So I have no interest. Oh, wait, they don't have the band. Yeah, they haven't announced the band. Oh, it's too bad. No, I. Uh, I had it on my uh, my account, my work calendar today. And all of a sudden, it popped up. They went on sale at ten o'clock, you know. And so I jumped on, and I'm like, "Oh, everyone's gonna be grabbing these, right?" Yeah, probably not. But and so I said, "Oh, I wonder how much they're gonna be." And then, you know, check out zero, zero dollars. I'm like, "Wow." Maybe they, so. Maybe I, that I hope was just special for you. You know, my wife was very impressed with me until I told her, "I'm pretty sure it's free for everybody." You know, but they do limit it to four per, like per checkout, I guess. So, uh, is we got in the lower bowl, which I assume maybe everyone's going to fit in the lower bowl, but I, I'm looking forward to, it's like three days after my birthday. So I get, you know, that's the day before we play Ohio state in football. So I'm looking forward to watching that game or watching them, you know, get up and down and you know, the, uh, the basketball players, I should say. Yeah. So. Well, listening to Grasshopper Takeover. Grasshopper. Oh, I have not heard about that band a lot. Grasshopper. Uh, dude, I know I, one I, song. I, I can now. go all night. Okay, what's probably the most popular song? Theirs? Theirs? Yes. Oh, wasn't it? Because I, I have heard Crusher? that band before. Oh, God, what is it? Bone Crusher was her name? It, yeah, it's been forever since I've heard them. There's the first Nebraska band I thought of outside of Matthew Sweet that's not 311. Or Blue Moon Ghetto. Oh, yeah, they're from Omaha. <laughs> Grasshopper Takeover from Omaha. I remember that now. Wow. Yeah. They did that video. I think they I think they filmed it at Rosenblatt. Or part of it. One song is called Baby Got Back. I, I assume, is that like a cover? <laughs> I would hope so. 
Uh, oh, that's cool. I haven't, that's a long time ago since I've heard Bone Crusher. Bone Crusher. I thought so. I thought it was Bone Crusher. Not very Not great. too bad. Very a little good. indie band. <sighs> anyway, well, anyway, that's pretty much all the basketball stuff we have right now outside of random little Twitter crap that you read about. Twitter crap. Oh, everything on Twitter is gold. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Entertainment gold. <laughs> Quality content is something totally else. Oh, I guess I guess one thing about bas you know, one basketball thing is I hope everyone everyone listening, look at look up this video of Cam Mac. Oh yeah. Uh, where he is it's a, it's a pickup game. I think he might have posted it himself. And he, you know, he goes by. It doesn't matter. He goes by someone who can't play. De- who can't play defense, and that's fine. But he goes up and dunks it, and when he dunks it, he's still going up. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I mean, the guy's got. He's got some hops, and I think he's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. He might have been one of the steals for us. I'm trying to think of the last. And uh, Nebraska Cookie Belcher, maybe I think he could really get up and dunk it. Right? He was awesome, yeah. I know he was good, but it, it's been a long time since we've had somebody coming in with that type of hype. Yeah, I, if you can look up the video, uh, our Twitter account. Uh, I'll try to find it later tonight and we'll retweet it. But wow, <laughs> it was pretty. Stellar. I'm like, oh, it's like, oh, we don't usually get guys like this, and he's a really good player. I think, I hope, but. Yeah. So I, yeah. Other than that, I mean, the kid, the team is going to Italy. I think practice starts pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say though that I told my wife that we, um, her and I are, we're starting. Um, it's called uh, Operation Italy 2020. <laughs> to, to try for her, to her and I to go to uh, Italy and uh, now. Not be able to save up and all that, but and she said, "Hey, let's go to the Holy Land." And so I looked up one of the uh, the groups I'd want to go with because I'll, I'll go, I'll plan any trip, but um, the Holy Land I will not plan because I think they have security and all that. And anyway, so I, the the trip for the two of us would be twelve thousand dollars. Holy cow! Yeah, I'm like, well. <laughs> Sorry, hun, but uh, SB Nation doesn't app. pay that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, like we're and that includes airfare from I think New York to Tel Aviv, but no. So anyway, so I Nebraska is oh, going Tel to Tel Aviv. Oh, that Holy Land. Yeah, what oh. Holy Land were you thinking? Oh, like Rome? No, 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 no. I, I was thinking of Rutgers, the birth, the birthplace of college football, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ah <laughs> uh, yes, yes. No, that's that would be that is definitely too expensive for that. But anyway, see, so uh, while well, Nebraska is going to go to Italy, years ago, we got to celebrate what? with really bad patches on our uniforms. Hey, you got to celebrate, man. Anyway, so, yeah, I think that's all the basketball. Dude. I mean, that's I mean, it, dude. We're in the middle of summer. We've got nothing. And from what I've been reading, this is like the worst week in sports out of the year because there's nothing going on. Anyway, we've been doing pretty well with our, our, our top five list so far. But 
We've had a little bit of complaints from a, a fellow Coronation podcaster about us not doing things in order and kind of, you know, in however we want to put them, you know. You know, our top fives are not a true top five in a way because we kind of go, you know, well, we like this stuff, but, you know, not not necessarily a one or a two or a three. So this week we're going to do a top five, a true top five, a you know, stop. Start out with our, our least favorite out of the top five and move our way down. But I, I don't know about you, Nate, but, you know, life life's gray. It's not as black and white for me. And it's just, I, I've always been like this. And my, my taste in, in a lot of things change over time, whether that's, you know, over years, over days, you know, even within a day, you know, my belief in what I think is number one and versus number five can can change dramatically so me sitting down and doing a top five list I, I know what i like but to say you know this is my top five and to believe that this is going to be that top five a week from now is tough because you know i i don't do the same thing all the time i don't eat the same thing all the time i you know what i liked five years ago is not what i like now per se or you know let's say the top five a year five years ago is now maybe two in my top five. So to, to turn this into an absolute, I, I, I find it to be a little bit uncouth. Okay. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's you know, it's I, I like to have a fluid top five. That's just me. So with that said, in today's podcast... Of a bangerangs and daggers, you will have Nate and Mai's top five beers. Oh, I can't wait! I'm sure yours are very uh, <laughs> uh, probably a whole bunch of beers I've never heard of. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. So wh- why don't you start out? What out wh- of your top five? Number five. What is number five for you? And remember, this can never change. Oh yes, yes. What you yes. say tonight is set in stone. <laughs> you know, um, I think, but you know, as far as set in stone, I mean, beer is really, it's, uh, what are you in the mood for? What What's the weather? Exactly. You know, is it what cold out? What? Yeah. What are you eating? Yeah. You know? what, what are you eating? You know, so it kind of changes, but uh, you know, we do have. Uh, you know, we have to, you know, the boss says we have to have a list, you know, you know, five to one, you know, <laughs> anyway. So, uh, uh, my fifth and fourth are both Nebraska local breweries. Um, the first one is from Thunderhead Brewing. Uh, it's called the, the Crop Duster Mid American IPA. Uh, I, I'm not completely an IPA guy, uh, I'm not against them. It's a good one. Oh, have you had that beer? Oh yeah, no crop Dutcher, It's it's my favorite Thunderhead. Okay, well, you know i I don't mind you know IPAs, but I understand a lot. You know, either like an IPA or you don't. And um, I I, don't, I just I remember I bought a six pack. I'm like, oh, this is good. And then I'm like to my wife, I'm like, here, you, should, you need to try this. And she's like, okay. And she's like, no, that's horrible. <laughs> you know, it's an IPA. You know, it's like, and you know, if you try to explain why an IPA tastes good, I don't know if you can, because it's like, it kind of tastes 
oh, it kind of doesn't taste good if you try to explain it. But if you drink it, you know, it just kind of does. It kind of works for me. Um, I like the fact that they're uh, uh, it's not the plastic, you know, six pack rings. So it's kind of better for the environment. And so it's, it's the uh, not the plastic, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, they like they like in, in like fully encased the top of the can. Yeah, it's recyclable and all that. So I actually do care about that. That's kind of cool. Um, so, but uh, so that's probably number, my number five. What's your number five? My number five is one probably my first real foray into uh, craft beer. It is New Belgium's Fat Tire. And a lot oh, of it has yeah. to do with, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, to me, it's a classic. Uh, you know, it used to be my favorite. It's no longer my favorite, but it still, it still holds true. I went to college out in Colorado, not at Colorado, but in Colorado, and Fat Tire was booming during that time. New Belgium was booming. And there was Fat Tire Tuesday. I remember going down to, I think it was Old Chicago. And they, Fat Tire Tuesday, it was two, $2.50, like 28 ounce mugs. Which is a lot of beer. So like you had two two mugs and you were kind of done for the night, depending on your alcohol tolerance. But you know those times, you know it, it will always hold a special place in my heart. So number five for me is New Belgium's Fat Tire. So nice, it's a, a nice amber ale. So it's like a nostalgia thing. Yeah, it is. I mean, I still like it. I don't drink it a lot. I don't drink it all the time. But it's and it's a good amber. I do enjoy ambers. So no, it's New Belgium Fat Tire number five. Very good. Uh, number four for me, uh, it's Zipline, which I, for a long time, was drinking everything that they put out. But great, uh, this is great brewery. Yes, I, I get to go to their uh, draft. Um, their draft. Uh, they have like a the draft room. Yeah, draft room. I've not been there. Um, the only one. The oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Okay, I'll say it now. I've uh, somehow stumbled upon the Lucky Bucket. Uh, they're, I guess you call it a bar. It's really cool. There's like, it's in this middle of this industrial area in Omaha. There's no one around. And there's, you know, every time I've been there, there's been, you know, some people there. Or it's been completely empty. And it's just you and the bartender. It's really nice. I know. But anyway, sorry. Back to what I was saying. Uh, Zipline. Uh, if it's cold out, I'm having one beer, maybe two, but maybe one beer. It's going to be the oatmeal porter. Uh, Ooh, I like dark beers. I like, you know, where it's not completely like a meal, you know, you know what I'm saying? But uh, no, it's just really good. But I understand that's not for everybody, kind of like an IPA. Um, but if I have one, that's probably it. But if it's in the middle of the summer, I don't want oatmeal porter. <laughs> no, I don't know why. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's just it's, like it, it's heavy. It's a heavier drink. Yes. Do, do you have any more zip lines on your list? I do. I do have a zip okay, line. So, it's, okay, it's I won't ask list. you about it then. No, no that's ahead. fine. That's fine. But my number four. Are you done? Yeah, I'm good on number four. Cool, cool, cool. When, when you asked me if what my zip lines were, I kind of assumed you were done. My number four is uh, Surly Darkness. It's out of Minnesota, the Twin Cities. Very good. It's a Imperial Stout. Again, you know, you don't want to drink it all the time. They do a specialty, 
about once a year and they have different artists and it's kind of a you know it's kind of a spooky cryptic evil-esque almost artists do their bottles a lot and you know they're limited edition and it's it's a really good beer out of a really really great brewery out of the twin cities um if you don't like heavy beer i don't recommend it but you know they do a very very good imperial russian stout so how, how did you stumble upon that beer uh, I think just in my travels. Okay, but it's yeah. good enough that you re- you remembered it. Oh yeah, you can. Uh, I don't think you can get it down here. You can get surly beer down here, but uh, the specialty stuff I think is it's tougher to get. So have to be in Minnesota. Maybe John will bring us some sometime. Well, he's coming next weekend. I'm not going to be here, but uh, maybe when he come, he might come for the Ohio State game. And I'll tell him to bring some. That would be uh, perfect. <laughs> uh, my number three. Okay, I, so I'm going down. Okay, I went from like two craft beers, so we're going down the other way. Uh, number three, my wife's favorite beer, which I actually enjoy as well. Uh, is sorry if you heard that. Oh. Um. Is uh, the Blue Moon? Uh, I don't know. It's just a very nice summer beer. And it's kind of fun to drink with my wife because I know we both like it. And uh, so, yeah, so it's number three. I'm sorry. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if you think you're sorry now, just wait. Okay. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. No, Blue Moon. That's that's a it's it's a drink. Um, My number three (laughs) is the Zipline IPA. It's a very I like it. I I like IPAs. It's a very good IPA. It's flavorful. It's got a nice citrus flavor uh, aroma. Nice taste to it. It's uh, it's not overly powerful, but enough to consider it a fairly good, well balanced IPA. Definitely a good one. And I put it on here mainly because I didn't when I was going through this. I really I realized I didn't have any Nebraska breweries on there, and this would definitely be my favorite. Oh, good, good enough. Uh, number two um, is Yingling, and I'd like to tell a quick story. And this is very quick. Uh, I spent a semester in Washington D.C. My roommate, I met him the night that I got there, and he walked up to me, and he's kind of a very aggressive, um, in-your-face guy, and we're good friends still now. But he says, "Hey, when we get back, I'll give you a Yingling." And I'm like. What is a yingling? I'm like, <laughs> is, I'm like, is that is that, is that drugs? <laughs> he's like, no, man, it's a beer. I'm like, oh, okay, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's kind of if people don't know, I I call it kind of like the Bud Light of the East Coast kind of thing. Uh, it's I, I I really enjoy it. I wish that they could get shipped here. I'd like to give some shout outs to a friend of mine who has to travel east um, for family. And last time he did, he brought me a case of Yingling and dropped it off in my house. So thank you. He listens to this podcast, so thank you. And um, oh, I love that beer. And uh, Yingling's uh, good. I like Yingling, too. Yeah, so that's my number two. Nice. My number two, I'm going to butcher this name. I'm not even going to pretend that I would even know how to pronounce it. It is from Belgium. It is a sour it is my first adventure into sour and it's still one of my favorites and it is the 
Duchesse de Bourgeon. If you're listening to this podcast, tweet at us, yell at us. I butchered it, but it is a very, very nice sour, very well balanced. It is what I think of when people bring up sours. Sours have become finally popular in the United States over the last few years. You see them more. But it's the style of beer, to me, this is like the like what all sours should be. And, you know, it's not all the time. I can't drink it all the time, but every once in a while I will drink it, and I it's it's easily one of my favorites. You know, definitely What's a, a sour? top five list. A What's sour, a sour? Oh, God. Okay, th- that's a 10-minute conversation. I cannot, you know, really go into too deeply because I am not an expert. I am not a brewer. But it's all in the fermenting. Okay. Can you give me like it, a 10-second? Okay. This is a bad explanation. It's, it, 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 it's like a mix between a wine and a beer. It's a lot more okay. sparkling. Uh, it's it's a sa- it, it tastes sour, but in a good way. Fruity, flavorful. Um, I would definitely go, go look for a sour. They they sell okay. this at Hy-Vee. All right, so it's good. I'll I'll we will put our list on on the page so you guys can look these up. So yeah, that's number my number two. Okay, my number one. Which, if you didn't like uh, my Blue Moon, I am going with number one is Bush Light. I, uh, I know. I'm sure Greg is like, oh, hey, you know. And I don't know about <laughs> you know. I'm sure you don't like it either. But uh, it's what's well, popular around here. It, you know, it's it's popular. Uh, in the, it's popular in the Midwest, man. Oh, I know. I, I guess I get another quick down memory lane when I was in D.C. There's a bar called the Brick Skeller. And they have, I want to say, 200 beers that you can get from all over the world. And so I had friends who visited me, and we all went there. And I had, I had been there for months, and I hadn't had a bush light in a long time. And we all ordered a bush light. And then the bartender goes, are you guys from Wyoming? <laughs> like, so if that tells you anything. No, for me, bush light, uh, it's, you know, it's a very obviously very light beer. Uh, I understand, you know. Make a joke about water or whatever you want to say, but that's what people around here drink. Uh, I'm at fire meetings, and afterwards, people hang out and people drink beer, and it's Bush Light or Coors Light, you know. But I drink Bush Light, so it's kind of a, you know, there's a nostalgia factor with it. But there's also the, you know, that's just something we drink, you know. So that's I enjoy it. It's relaxing for me. So that's why I got number one Bush Light, which people can make fun of me, and that's fine. No, dude, that's – we drink a lot of Bush Light where I'm from, too, in Nebraska. So it's it's fully understandable and fully respectable. Uh, Bush Lights, yeah, there's a lot of Bush Light within this area. So no, fully – I get it. I get it. My number one, I am going to jump the Missouri River into Iowa. Probably upset Ooh. a lot of people listening. I'm going to go right now with Toppling Goliath Pseudo Sioux. It's an American pale ale. Citrusy, hoppy. It's kind of like an IPA, but it's not. We should probably do a run. We should get a professional. What was the name of the beer? Here, I'm, it's Pseudo Sue. P S E U D O. Pseudo Sue by Toppling okay. Goliath. They've got there a lot go. of great, great beers. A lot of great beers, and this is probably my favorite. It's got a dinosaur on on, on the front, so my my son loves it. <laughs> In fact, my. Uh, my wife picked it out for Father's Day as a Father's Day gift because it had a dinosaur on it. 
not not thinking that I liked it. Just like, hey, it's got a dinosaur on it. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, this is a really, really good beer. And it worked out really well. (laughs) It did. It did. She was very good on that. Very good pick from her. And, of course, my son loved it. Um, He did not try it because he's, you know, three years old. But nonetheless. So, yeah. No, number one right now, I am picking an Iowa beer. And I am not sorry. And that is Toblin Goliath (laughs) Pseudo Sue. And I am not sorry. No, no way. No way am I sorry. It's good beer. Iowa makes good beer. People say what 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 good comes out of Iowa? I say top link. I eighty. Interstate eighty. <laughs> oh man, so that is our top five lists. Hey, but I would like to say though, and I've heard other podcasts do this, if anyone wants to send us something to, to try. Yeah, there's hit, hit us up. out there. Send us. We'll try it. We'll review it. We'll happily put it on there. Though I yeah. will say, I will say this because I used to do a podcast over economics and 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 uh, beers. And one thing I did early on, I'm glad I did, is that I did not review any beer I did not like. Mainly because I did not want to be a downer for anybody out there pursuing this. You know, I didn't want to be like, "Hey, don't buy this beer," because when we're talking about a lot of these beers, these craft beers, these are folks trying to do it the best they can. And Absolutely. for somebody to crap on their beers, I felt was not a good thing. So if you send us beer and you don't hear us talk about it, it means we didn't care for it. And it means we didn't care for it. And we respect you enough to not trash you on the Internet. Yeah, just con- contact contact us on Twitter or our emails. You'll, you know, coordination, you can contact us and we'll figure out a way, you know, and uh, that'd be great. That'd be fun. So. Or if you want to send vodka, my my wife and I would appreciate that too. So there you go, potatoes. <laughs> or uh, oh, who's the the rapper who, has, who does uh, Puff Daddy? Or he's not what P Diddy or whatever. Whatever. Yep. Yeah, his, vodka. No, well, his is send Nate vodka. Gl- uh, Gluten free from I can't remember. Anyways, whatever. Okay. We'll move right. on.